Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are and whenever it is on this amazing day. I hope you are just full of joy and peace and gratitude and just appreciation for another day on this beautiful earth. I'm Robert Bolden, Life Transformed, and this is Coffee in Christ. This is my weekly share of the daily practice that I've been doing for several years that is literally transformed and continues to transform my life. For those of you who are brand new to the podcast, thank you so much for joining. Um, appreciate it so much. What I do is totally spontaneous. There's nothing rehearsed here. So what you're going to see or what you're going to hear, I should say, is just as I experience it. And those returning to the podcast, thank you so much. Again, make sure you're sharing this, liking it, subscribing, um, whatever you have to do, because this word needs to get out there to as many people as possible, because ultimately this, what I'm experiencing is the answer to every dilemma that anyone would ever have in this world. How about that? How about that? Okay, let's just jump right in. The verse of the day, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. This is ultimately what I was just talking about there. Jesus, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. Just that right there, as I think about that, he's he's already given you his peace. I, I know for me, I've received his peace. He, he gives it to me. He's already given it to me. I have it. I have the Holy Spirit within me. So I have his peace. I mean... That right there, knowing that it is within me, it just brings me peace, just knowing that. So I can turn to it at any time because it's it's within me. So I can let it, I can let it be because it's in me. I can just let it be anytime. And then he makes another statement, the next statement in John, this is coming from John 14, I do not give to you as the world gives. Think about that. The world will give you peace for a moment and then uh, all kinds of chaos in the next moment. Joy in the moment and then devastation in the next moment. The world is just so fickle and so inconsistent you can't count on the world because you never know what you're going to get from the world i never know you never know what's going to happen in the next 10 minutes but we do know that we have this peace from jesus love it so the next line do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid there you go Three amazing sentences right there. And again, I love, I love this. I love the way Jesus taught. Because he he doesn't say, do not 
let your hearts be troubled sometimes. He says, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. That's pretty straightforward. Do not be afraid. If, if I'm afraid or if I'm troubled, that means I'm not trusting in Jesus and the peace he's given me. Let that sink in. If I'm not afraid or troubled, or if I am afraid or troubled, then I'm not really trusting in Jesus. So that, my friends, is what all of this is all about. Trusting in Jesus isn't a, well, 90% of the time, most of the time, majority of the time. It's an all-in kind of thing. And the reason it's an all-in kind of thing is you won't receive all the benefits if you're not all-in. Much like most things in our lives, we have to get out of our comfort zone and to achieve anything, to get all the benefits of anything, we can't go in halfway to get all the benefits. And I can just go on and on about examples in life, but I won't need to. I'm sure I'm sure this is very understandable to those of you who are listening. Think back at any time in your life that you really reaped all the benefits of, of anything, and it's because you're all, you were all in. You were giving your all. You were not holding back. And that's how you received all the benefits. That's a whole topic for a whole nother day. But I just love this. I think it's beautiful stuff. Okay, let's go to the devotional I'm doing. And it's uh, called Right Relationships. As you follow the path toward fulfilling your God-given potential, you'll discover rather quickly that you don't walk it alone. You're not, you'll not arrive at the fullness of your potential without getting and giving help along the way. No one lives in isolation. Boom! Isn't that cool? That is what we preach at Life Transform. Isolation to community. Life Transform, that's what we're all about. All of us have and need relationships. Yes, we need relationships. That is a non-negotiable. We need relationships. They determine to a great extent how successful and joyful we are. Our relationships make it possible for us to pursue various goals and engage in various activities and they play a key role in helping us overcome adversities and hardships. All of the previous topics we've covered in this reading plan relate to the way you interact with people. The lives of others in turn impact your understanding of what it means to live in a forgiven, intimate, pure relationship with God and his children. Through our relationships, we learn what it means to have a clear mind, what it means to have and use your natural and ministry motivated gifts, and what it means to live in as much health and vitality as you can. When we look to the Bible, we see it's filled with stories of people who accomplished great things, but only because they were in relationship with others. Noah's three sons and their families helped him build the ark. Moses worked as a team with various people, including Aaron and Joshua, in his leadership role of the Israelites. Nehemiah rebuilt the broken walls and gates of Jerusalem with a lot of help. Paul had many associates, including Timothy, Barnabas, Silas, Titus, and Luke, as he traveled tens of thousands of miles spreading the words of Jesus. Even Jesus chose 12 men to surround and help him in practical ways, and he developed such a strong bond with 11 of those disciples that every one of them was willing to die for his Lord. 
God's plan for each of us is to be in relationships that provide mutual help and assistance. I think that's cool. That's God's plan. It's mutual help and assistance. Where we're helping each other. It's it's and it just keeps it drives me right back to our life transforming community. So if you're not part of it, become involved because that's what we are doing. As much as you need others for help and friendships, they need you for the same reasons. Yes, it's a two-way street. To a great extent, your relationships determine the ways in which you pursue your potential and accomplished goals, God's plan for your life. Choose to establish relationships that our Heavenly Father honors, blesses, and uses for His purposes. Ask Him to send the right people to you, helping you to discern whether a relationship is right for you. Trust God to be an active participant for good in every relationship he, encourage you to he encourages you to develop. And that's it. That's kind of the way I live my life now is I'm trusting God to bring people into my life that, that he knows um, will be an active participant in my life and that I can be an active participant in their life. So I really do count on God for that. And that's the big lesson. I don't need to seek people. God will provide people. I just have to keep my eyes open and and see who he puts in front of me. See he, who he connects me with and then discern um, whether this is this is sent by God or not. It's it's when you think about it that's pretty complicated but it it, it means I have to rely on my discernment and, and my discernment comes from the Holy Spirit. So it really is, I think, listening to that Holy Spirit um, and, and understanding what is it that the Spirit is, is sharing with me as people come into my life because uh, there are some situa situations and people that come in that I get a ugh, bad feeling about. And I think it's this whole, what we use at Life Transformed is this whole alignment for assignment discussion. I have to make sure there's alignment there. You know, and then, and then God will determine the assignment. So I think that flows exactly into what this is talking about. Hebrews 10, and let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. Love this. Save this image. Those of you who are new, this is what I do. I do it all the time. You save an image if it really speaks to you. I'm going to share this one and I'm going to pop it over in, let's see, for now I'm going to pop it over into Slack. That's where we interact with a lot of the folks in our community. So I'm just going to pop it in there. Let's see if it lets me. Oops. Oh, share. Boom done all right as iron sharpens iron so one person sharpens another yes 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 we all know how that works we're still going here that's good 
carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. There's another great one. Carry each other's burdens. I love that one. Let's go an image. Yeah, this is beautiful. Let's save that one. And share that one. And see this one I can even put over. I like this one because it's going to be a good one to put over on Instagram. So if you follow me on Instagram, you'll be able to see this one pop up there. I'm going to put it in my story. Add a song here. Okay, oops. It's not a song, Bob. <laughs> Let's see here. We're going to go with Miracle Power. There we go. All right. That was awesome. Again, that's not the best podcast content, you, but you all, I just do this. This is exactly sharing um, and, and doing what I would normally do, even if I wasn't doing the podcast. So I think that's part of the beauty of this is it's totally spontaneous and it's not rehearsed or it's not meant to try to be polished and all of that stuff. So now I'm reading from Jeremiah 8. At that time, declares the Lord, the bones of the kings and officials of Judah, the bones of the priests and prophets, and the bones of the people of Jerusalem will be removed from their graves. They will be exposed to the sun and the moon and all the stars of the heavens, which they have loved and served, and which they have followed and consulted and worshipped. They will not be gathered up or buried, but will be like dung lying on the ground. Wherever I banish them, all the survivors of this evil nation will prefer death to life, declares the Almighty Lord. Woo! That is pretty serious. That's the hard truth right there that God is talking about. And this is talking about sin and punishment. Say to them, this is what the Lord says. When people fall down, do they not get up? When someone turns away, do they not return? Why then have these people turned away? Why does Jerusalem always turn away? They cling to deceit. They refuse to return. I have listened attentively, but they do not say what is right. None of them repent of their wickedness, saying, What have I done? Each pursues their own course like a horse charging into battle. Even the stork in the sky shows her appointed seasons. And the dove, the swift and the thrush, observe the time of their migration. But my people do not know the requirements of the Lord. You know, this is what God is so cool about. Back in the Old Testament days, he was just like, he, he was just like, why do you all keep fleeing away from me? Why do you keep turning away from me? And he, you can sense just reading this, his frustration with them. How can you say we are wise, but we have the law of the Lord, when actually the lying pen of the scribes has handled it falsely? Yeah, these people, the Pharisees of the day, we still have them today. So don't trust religion. I just tell you, I'm here to tell you, do not trust religion. Uh, 
because there's a lot of Pharisees out there in the world. The wise, all right, the wise will be put to shame. They will be dismayed and trapped since they have rejected the word of the Lord. What kind of wisdom do they have? Therefore, I will give their wives to other men and their fields to new owners. From the least to the greatest, all are greedy for gain. Prophets and priests alike all practice deceit. They dress the wound of my people as though it were not serious. Peace, peace, they say, when there is no peace. Are they ashamed of their detestable conduct? No, they have no shame at all. They do not even know how to blush. So they will fall among the fallen. They will be brought down when they are punished. I will take away their harvest, declares the Lord. There will be no grapes on the vine, there will be no figs on the tree, and their leaves will wither. What I have given them will be taken from them. Why are we sitting here? Gather together, let us flee to the fortified cities and perish there. For the Lord our God has doomed us to perish and given us poison water to drink because we have sinned against him. We hope for peace, but no good has come for a time of healing, but there is only terror. The snorting of the enemy's horses is heard from Dan. At the neighboring of their stallions, the whole land trembles. They have come to devour the land and everything in it, the city and all who live there. See, I will send venomous snakes among you, vipers that cannot be charmed, and they will bite you, declares the Lord. You, who are my comforter in sorrow, my heart is faint within me. Listen to the cry of my people from a land far away. Is the Lord not in Zion? Is her king no longer there? Why have they aroused my anger with their images, with their worthless foreign idols? The harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. Since my people are crushed, I am crushed. I mourn, and horror grips me. Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why, then, is there no healing for the wound of my people? Oh, my goodness. So there we go. Jeremiah. Um, you can be, what I'm taking from this is you can be steadfast in the Lord and surrounded by people who are just not getting it. They're just not getting it. And your heart hurts for them. That's how I feel for the world now. I, I feel like Jesus is the answer to every dilemma. What I talked about earlier in this podcast holds true. So my heart aches for those folks who just who just don't turn to Jesus. And again, that's not my responsibility to get them to turn to Jesus, but I just pray that they do. And, and I can just continue to share the impact it's had on my life and the peace that I have. So by living my life in that peaceful way that we talked about in the beginning, in that joyful way, then, then I think, I'm doing my part for the kingdom. Let's see what John Maxwell says about this passage. Jeremiah speaking hard truth without compromise. Jeremiah did not receive a pleasant message from God to deliver to his people. The Lord ordered him to declare judgment and destruction on Judah. God told the prophet that he was about to destroy a sinful generation, a group of stubborn men and women who had turned to the basest kind of idolatry. The Lord had patiently borne with these people. For many years he had issued stern warnings about their sin, yet they refused to surrender to him. They had grown so depraved and shameless that God told Jeremiah they could no longer even blush over their vile conduct. The truly, godly, the truly godly leader takes no pleasure in announcing divine judgment. It is a grievous thing 
go out to announce that the time for retribution has come. God himself, himself grieves when his people's sin sink, sinks to the point of no return. On the other hand, a truly godly leader never shrinks from confronting sin or from declaring the message of God. Effective leaders faithfully confront sin and call the sinner to repentance. It could not have been easy for Jeremiah to communicate God's words of judgment. Neither is it easy to communicate today with people who need to be confronted over their sin. But leadership means speaking all the truth, sometimes unpleasant and painful truth that God has entrusted to us. Yes, we need to speak our truth. That is first and foremost, speak our truth in God. In God. And remember, God in, in sin, when God is wants us to speak out, it's to make life better for those sinners. I'm a sinner, so I want somebody to speak out against me in a way that gets my attention, right? To say, hey, God wants this path for you, wants abundance and love for you, so don't do that. That's all it is. Because God, he's not trying to punish us. He's trying to lead us into a much greater a much greater life, a life of abundance and peace and joy and love and all of those amazing things so we can use our God-given gifts to make this world a better place. And on that note, we are going to close this podcast. I'm so fired up as often happens when I get into the Word. Hopefully this fired you up in some form or fashion. Hopefully it gave you some insight, some new awareness that you can use in your life so you can go out and be better light in this world, help bring people from isolation to community, join our community, get involved, check out Life Transform. We'd love to have you a part of what we are doing because we are doing some kingdom work here and it is so much fun and it's so gratifying. And guess what? We are living in peace constantly. Okay, take care. We'll see you next time and join me next Thursday for another episode of Coffee in Christ. And on Mondays, we do Chasing Freedom Momentum Monday. So we'll see you then.